Thank you for making the time. I know you are a you're a busy gent. Yeah, I got I got a bunch to do today. So so uh, uh what what brings me on today to the two minutes to late <laughs> night pro- podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you are on you're on Festival Schmestival. That's our podcast. It's a uh, it's a podcast where me and Drew, my teammate, uh, help you build a fantasy music festival. Wow! For yourself, I, that's how it works. I've always needed help with that. yeah some people we are we are essentially like wedding planners but for your imagination got it yeah Ooh, i hate that listen i've been watching a lot of rom-coms recently because i haven't seen most of them and so that's just like my reference points are now 90s rom-coms like uh and that's just how it works like i just I think the next uh, movie me and my partner are going to watch is uh, like Jennifer Lopez as a wedding planner. But anyway, (laughs) how this how this works is, Anthony, you're going to pick 10 bands or artists. Five are going to come from your Spotify recently played or however you listen to music. Just Mm. you can just use the honor system and just tell us the last five albums or artists you listen to yeah um and then uh so the first five are coming from your spotify recently played or whatever and then the other five are coming from your heart because there's nothing funnier than the truth got it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna use i'm just gonna use <laughs> i'm just gonna use positive reviews for my youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> so so well, yeah. as, as as far as things that i enjoyed that I would need to uh, uh, basically like, you know, work into a festival. Uh, it would, it would have to be the Saint. It would have to be a, a the new St. Vincent record, St. Vincent. Uh, uh, yeah. The uh, daddy's home. I, I, I do want to, is your interview with her out anywhere or it's out, was it just it's out and about <laughs> that rules? It's on the dark web. I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, it's on. It's on the darkest. It, you you need to pay uh, Dogecoin to watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool though. They they put your social security number in it and St. Vincent's. So it was like two for one deal. It was nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, there have been so many pizzas ordered with my uh, my credit card this past week. <laughs> Yo, you joke about that? Someone, uh, I woke up to an alert on my phone at like five in the morning the other day that was someone tried to spend four hundred dollars on OnlyFans using my debit card, and I was like, you know what? Good for them. Yeah, exactly. Supporting local businesses. Support local business. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I could fuck Hell with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's better than spending like $400 at Walmart. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, you if know? you steal my identity and you're just buying shit off of Amazon, then I'm going to be pissed. Right. But if you're but, if, if if you're supporting like your community with it, I'm you know whatever. Yeah, if you're going on OnlyFans and supporting the big titty goth girl community, like fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, you it's know? a bummer. You couldn't see the breakdown, so I'm like, I want to know if this person just let. Right, you want to you want to know their taste? Yeah, yeah. But like, forty subscriptions are just like, yes, mistress, take my money. <laughs> I have, like, I want to know. Forty bucks is a lot to blow in one sitting, you know. Yeah, it's true. 
It's true. The, but, but that's like that's like going to the grocery store when you're hungry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Bucks, that's that's uh, when you spend that amount, then they mail you a shoe so you can step on yourself. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we fully get into it. Yeah. Uh, you're you're putting Saint Vincent on your on your list. That's that's awesome. But yeah. we we also need first uh, we need a time of year that okay. you want this festival to happen because some pe- you know most festivals are in the summer. Yeah. But uh, we found out through uh, a lot of people that work in the music industry uh, they fucking hate summer festivals. So maybe you want to put it at a different time of Fall. year. Fall. Fall. There you go. Yeah. Fall, and it's encouraged that you come in costume. There's going to probably be some spooky vibes going on. Oh, yes. I love it. Love a Halloween like a, show. So like an actual Halloween festival or just, nah, fuck you, just spooky in general? Maybe, yeah, Halloween, you know, or uh, I don't know, do some research and try to find some kind of fucking pagan holiday that's happening around that time and just orient it around that. I don't know, either or. Yeah, listen. All right, so this sounds like it's probably going to be East Coast based. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to be there for the leaves changing. <laughs> you want to put on your eyeshadow and then and then go up to the to the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Yeah, you, you want to be there for the, the leaves changing and the pumpkin spice and, and all that stuff. You you don't want to miss out on that. Oh man, choke me to death with a candy apple. Can't wait. The thing is I love all of that shit, just genuinely in my heart. I love a pumpkin. I get, I had like my first pumpkin spice thing last year, and I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. This is a fantastic, it's fantastic in a coffee. It's fantastic in a donut. Uh, it got a lot of hate from 2009 forward, but I'm, I love it. I love a pumpkin spice. You know, I, I, I I've been pretty pumpkin spice skeptical up until this point, but I, I had a, uh, I, I'm doing like this, uh, not to, not to, you know, uh, uh, cross the streams here, but I'm doing like this, this interesting chocolate sponsorship right now. And they, and they had a, <laughs> and, they, and they had a, um, and they had a pumpkin spice, like chocolate bar thing and and i was like this i'm gonna hate this and then and i tried it I was like okay you know it's a pumpkin i'm i'm now more pumpkin spice curious you know yeah i, I kind of feel like you know You're I'm, a testing, company, man. I'm testing the bounds of my sexuality at this point you know for sure um, yeah which money you, will money will do you know you're um, across the spice binary right exactly yeah exactly important it's important for growth to do that yeah, I think so. Especially with treats. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the other piece of the show is uh, we're going to give you like our 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 version of like lifelines or whatever. We call them stage hands. Uh, so for your festival, uh, your rules are you get one hologram. Got it. You get one official reunion set. Mm. You get one full album set. You get one... Uh, full cover set a la primus uh performing as rush like cosplaying rush or whatever this is a lot this is a lot i'm gonna remind you of all of these things throughout the episode i haven't written down don't worry about it Got uh it. and number five is andrew wk has to participate now he doesn't have to play music but he's gonna be there so you might as well just make him do something I mean, he literally used to run the santos party house so he could just he could just even be a behind the scenes guy oh yeah absolutely you should give him a clipboard <laughs> 
He'd be good at it. All right, so we're starting with we're starting with Saint Vincent, uh, which fucking uh, that's already uh, a strong start. That's gonna rock. It's gonna fucking rock. What a cool um, person. The the next after that, I have to I have to have this kid come down whose music I just I just uh, found out about recently. His his name is Cemetery. Have you have you heard this dude's music? No, I have is it, not. Is it spelled right or wrong? It's or spelled. Kind of uh, it's spelled like with. A, it's spelled like with an S. So it starts with an S. It's called Cemetery. Yeah. And he just came out with his mixtape called Rainbow Bridge Three. Let me let not to, not to get bogged down in this because I want to keep listing these, but like let, let me let me paint a picture yeah, for go, you, okay? Go, go sure. off. So like short, greasy. He, he seems short. Maybe he's maybe he's tall, but seems short. Short, greasy white kid with hair all you know, mop top, hair all in his face. And it, like, he looks like he should be wearing just like nothing but just like black metal garb and clothes. Like, um, but instead what he's actually wearing and, and he has like a spiked bat, like covered in like barbed wire, but instead yeah. what he's wearing is nothing but just like head to toe, true religion jeans <laughs> and just like a coat and it's, and it's bright red. So he's just like, he's, he's like, again, he's, he's like a greasy weapon wielding black metal kid, but he's just decked out in true religion. You and, just, <laughs> and th that's literally what he is. You're describing the exact opposite of Danzig, which is very funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> The exact opposite haircut. You're like, he seems short, but maybe he isn't. <laughs> the one thing that he and Danzig have in common, though, is I'm looking at his album art, and I, I cannot tell if it's bad on purpose. I know that the aspect ratio is off a couple of times on no, photos of him. It definitely is. There's there's a purposefulness to sure. it. It's, it's kind of like a mix of like, a lot of his album art is kind of like a mix of like, classic black metal but also like master p no limit you know type type hip-hop album covers which is like the really weird like borders and symmetry and everything um you know you know you guys have seen like those album covers like what, what's that one where the it's it's like big stunna something and then it's like it's yeah. the guy it's it's the guy with all the grizzly bears on the front you know yeah. that kind of shit like, he's it's, got it's that but with deers yeah, it's it's like it's like yeah, exactly. It's like it's a mix of those kind of things. Now, the the record itself, his new project, Rainbow Bridge Three, is like a mix of like noise trap, uh, metal, black metal. It's like one of the most distorted things I've ever heard in my entire life. It, you know, it's it's like if you really tried to like, you know. Uh, use whatever they use to record Transylvanian hunger to record like Chief Keef's, uh, you know, I don't like, you know, <laughs> um, it's, it's really like, it's, if, if you did that, you'd be getting like somewhere in the ballpark of, of like what this album sounds like. And, and he'd be great for a Halloween festival too. So he, he'd be my next pick. Um, that rules. It sounds like a kind of a more of a tongue in cheek, uh, like dream crusher. Do you know, dream crusher? Maybe. And uh, you know, I, I, there are I'm still trying to figure it out. There are elements yeah. to it that seem kind of tongue in cheek, but there are elements to it that seem genuinely edgy. You know, for sure. And you know, there, there's definitely like you know, I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, uh, uh, say anything about the guy's ideology, but there's definitely like a, a like a light school shooter vibe to it. You know. <laughs> 
like, <laughs> and again, not to like, not, not to say anything about the guy's, you know, uh, point of view or anything on the world. I mean, there, there's like a line on the, on one of the tracks where he's like, um, he, he says he'll like slap a proud boy and like cut a transphobe or something. And, uh, he, he says he's got like Antifa powers or something. So, you know, not, not to, not to say the guy, you know, identifies with any, you know, sort of school shooters or anything like that, but it's definitely like a, a somewhat of a vibe that you kind of get, you For know, sure. which I think, I, I think it's partially, you know, embraced aesthetically, but then there's all, but again, I think there is kind of a genuine edginess to it. Like I do really think that guy like lives off of like Mountain Dew and like onion rings. Um, <laughs> Listen, I get it. I'm looking at it. I just watched Higher Learning. The vibes are matching. Yeah, um, for sure. All right, what's number three, Anthony? Uh, it would have to be like Porter Robinson Nurture. I love that record, and uh, he's just a really great producer and songwriter. And, and that'll definitely bring you know the cheery electronic anime vibes. Uh, which I think every festival needs. Um, <laughs> you need happy anime vibes, yeah. which are rare but necessary. Okay, after that we need we need Cannibal Corpse because their new record kicked ass, and um, we got to get it's... Jeff Rosenstock in there because he's bringing back ska. Jeff Rosenstock is single handedly bringing back ska, so we got We got to get him in there on the festival lineup. Hell yeah, he's been doing he is it for so long too. Were you up on the music industry guy? Um, uh, I've, I, I heard some of their tracks back in the day, but I just really kind of got into him through his solo stuff. And then I went back and gotten to uh, him more that way. Yeah. It's really interesting. That's, that seems to be the, the case. Cause obviously he's, he's blown up and he's doing like Cartoon Network soundtracks and stuff. But like, yeah. I used to go see Bond the music industry when it was literally just Jeff Rosenstock, like fresh out of college, like playing guitar against an ipod at shows and it's nice, really interesting to nice. see like that progression it's it's really crazy he's so he's he's so talented he's such a good songwriter yeah i've been i've been to a few of those shows that that was how um that, that was how i saw mgmt before they blew up oh yeah yeah i saw them on a college campus in connecticut play a show at a frat house that got shut down classic and it, and it was literally <laughs> like one of them was on guitar they were both on mics. One of them was on guitar. One of them was on a single drum. And they were just like playing all their synths and everything else through like an iPod, <laughs> through like an iPod in the PA or some shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I, so yeah, I won- those, those, those would be my five kind of recent picks. That rules. Well, he, uh, Porter Robinson, I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah. uh, we... we we landed on that. We did some anime bits. Tell, do you want to? <laughs> can you explain uh, who um, he is? Is he, he Ross Robinson's son? I, I don't believe so. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a bit of an anomaly. He for a while um, in the previous decade operated somewhat deeply in the EDM scene. Uh, he has a record out from 2015 or so titled "Worlds" that I I didn't really care for, but. Um, is easily one of the most well-received records in that genre because of how much more melodic and nuanced it is than kind of your average album in in that genre and in that style. But, um, you know, he had some early work and singles that was received well in that scene. He came out with that record. Um, It mostly got positive reviews and there were a lot of, you know, fans who loved it, but he ran into... I guess a dead end personally and, um, you know, hit some writer's blocks and, you know, kind of lost confidence as 
um, a musician and so on and so forth. And a lot of the new record is kind of about that process of kind of coming back and coming to terms with things and, uh, you know, so and gaining that confidence back. And um, over the course of that time, he just really kind of changed up his production style, his songwriting style. And, you know, there are elements of um, anime soundtracks, video game music, EDM, electropop. Uh, one thing I said in my review is I, I kind of described it as almost like the dis- Daft Punk discovery of this generation. Um, huh, now, say, cool. now saying that, uh, I don't mean it sounds like discovery. I mean, like if you had a discovery, but instead of like, you know, uh, a huge house scene and, you know, world of uh, electronic music fans to appeal to, you were instead trying to appeal to like terminally online, like anime fans, um, Our you know, bread and butter, like, actually, yeah, which I mean, it's like, you know, that's, uh, Hey, I mean, that's, that's what this generation has turned into. It's not a bad thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I, I think uh, it's a really great record with a lot of uh, personal touching, beautiful songs and piano movements on it. And it's uh, catchy, it's dancey, it's uh, delicate as well. And um, there, there are a lot of almost like kind of pillowy, shoegazy, gauzy uh, production layers to the record as well that um, are, you know, definitely make it a beautiful listen. Again, the record is a Porter Robinson um, a Nurture. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm Check sorry if we just, if I just made you repeat one of your episodes in the oh, it's totally fine <laughs> but i actually i'm i'm super curious to check that out that actually sounds uh that sounds so dope it's um, also really funny to do this with a music reviewer because usually we do this with musicians so it's like hey oh i never heard of uh, this person can you tell us about him like oh yeah eat a hot dog and listen to them and you'll fucking cry okay so i was listening to <laughs> Like it's cool to hear the the intricacies. I really like this. Honestly, a lot. that's as good a description as any. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that's how our our reviews are. Like, you know, we judge. I I tell people like this is a good album for this activity, but right. it's very specific. Yeah, like if right. you're if you're chopping wood with a jacket on, that's a good album. For that. <laughs> I have you know I have a um I, you know I have a, I I was gonna do a TikTok where I kind of uh, tried to explain a new way of reviewing and uh, packaging reviewing to make it more palatable to the masses. Um, uh, before we go on to some of the other things, you know, I was gonna say that. Uh, you know, music a lot of the time comes down to vibes. For sure. Um, everything yeah. in music is a vibe. You know, as you were just kind of saying, certain vibes have certain contexts and certain moods and everything. And maybe what we need to start doing is reviewing music, not just across the board, but, you know, music for, you know, certain contexts and certain vibes. So you have a vibe that, you know, a certain kind of music appeals to, uh, maybe as opposed to a genre or something, but you have a vibe and then you're kind of rating within that vibe. And then that would make music reviewers vibe raters. And I think from there, (laughs) I think from there, the beauty of it is that, you know, you could talk about how, you know, vibrators, you can have different vibrators that appeal to that have different settings. You know, there could be vibrators that are like, hey, I'm a vibrator, but I only review music that's on the hard setting. Yeah, you can have vibrators that, you know, just only review within certain settings and, you know, softer settings or whatever, you know, for different vibrators. And, you know, instead of just thinking of everybody as sort of like a music critic and a music reviewer across the board, think of everybody instead as a vibrator and ask them, you know, and ask them instead, yeah, I, you know, I rate different vibes. This is the vibe that I rate. This is the vibe that I specialize in. So, 
I loved that bit. Did you have? <laughs> He's reading off a cue card. I can <laughs> see it. <laughs> yeah, I actually. Uh, you know, it's if if you've ever seen if you've ever been to or seen a you know an SNL behind the scenes thing. I, there's there's a guy just slightly off. There's not even a camera on, but he's still off camera, and he's uh, just got a it's, cue card, and he's just re- he's got all of this written out that I'm saying right now, and I'm just reading yeah. it straight off the cue card. Beautiful it's the, handwriting. It's the you. It's the you with a mustache and a sweater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right, well, dude, let's get into it. Let's get into the picks from your heart, the all timers. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, okay. So, so the picks from my heart, all timers. Uh, it would have to be like there'd probably there'd probably have to be. There'd have to be a uh, a talking head set or a David Byrne set. There'd have to be a, well, a sun. There'd have you, to- you can do. You yeah, can yeah. do. You can use your reunion set. The, the thing about all of your picks is, since they're all uh, like your your Spotify picks, they were all recent. All of these artists yeah. are. No, I, I already, know, I already know my yeah. reunion pick. It's going to be Rage Against the Machine. Um, but you know, pro- my all timers would probably have to be uh, like a David Byrne thing. There'd also have to be a sunset, and, and it would have to be billed as the loudest set ever. It would not be worth it unless it was the loudest set ever. For sure, Needs David be, Byrne, loudest uh, set ever. <laughs> no, 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 sun, sun, loudest set ever, sun. Oh, so, oh, I thought you. You said sunset, and I was oh, like, sorry. "Oh, sunset." Yeah, yeah, sorry. So I was like, "Oh, oh there would have to be a, a David Byrne set performing at sunset." And and then after that, as it turned nightfall, then there would be the sunset. So. <laughs> right. It would be sun performing while reading that Batman comic, Nightfall. <laughs> I don't know, man. I want David Byrne as the loudest set ever. I think he would hate it. <laughs> yeah, I got excited about just, that. <laughs> just every every five minutes shouting, please turn this down. You're going to kill a bird. It would have to be it would have to be Sun and then afterwards David Byrne performing with Sun's amplifiers. It For sure. Just whatever uh, whatever David Byrne was going to do, just but with their amps. Um <laughs> All leave their leave their pedals plugged in everything. Yeah. yeah, the pedals have to stay, and so and Attila has to stay too, um, <laughs> for for whatever the hell he's going to add to that. Um, so yeah, there'd have to be David Byrne. There'd have to be Sun. There'd have to be um, uh, what else? What else would there have to be? As far as like all times that again, not reunion. They're still they're still doing their thing. Um, you know, fuck it. I mean, since since they couldn't stick to a, 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 a okay, honestly, like what what are what are my other specialty sets that I have? You have a you get to use um, a hologram. The, here's the thing about the hologram: yeah. you do not have to bring someone back from the dead with a hologram. Great, you can just. Be, I, already, I already I already know what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> my my hologram set is LCD sound system circa 2007 because they couldn't stick to their breakup. Um, Because they could not stick to their breakup, we're having LCD sound system, you know, uh, uh, Sound of Silver era. For sure. uh, uh, Broke, you know, as hologram, just as hologram. We're not inviting them, but we're just hologramming them. Everybody's Um, everybody's thinner. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's not a dig. It's just everybody was thinner. And then they, you know, in 2007, we all were. Yeah, no, exactly. It's true. Um, so yeah, that's that's my hologram set. Uh, Rage Against the Machine is my my uh, uh, reunion set. Um, Here's the f- thing about Rage. Yeah, technically, yeah, 
They have so technically they haven't played their reunion set, but because it is planned, Drew. I don't know if we've been in this yeah, situation. They're kind of they're kind of back together. Kinda. They are back together. They, it's official. So because they, they have shows that are coming out soon. So I would say that you so, can yeah, still well, use well, your reunion. You don't have to. You can okay. still. Use, I'm, just, I'm just going to use them in my greatest then. So I'll do that. Um, yeah, you can use the reunion set for talking heads if you it. want. The key got is it. we're trying to get you stuck in a pickle and you're too got good. It. You're okay. weaseling Re- your way reunion, out of it. Reunion set is talking heads. Rage <laughs> and Sun are are my two are, are two of my faves. Those will be my fave sets. Um, there'll have to be uh, probably um, I'll say you know of uh, uh, fuck it i think i think we have to have like a, a like a ghost face killer set uh with with pit orchestra um of course of course cool. uh who else do i need to throw in there in the great section um you have five but i will let you go i will yeah, let you just, just go keep off going. Nah, I'll, I'll i'll go i'll go crazy if i keep going um <laughs> I, i'll have a you know f- if i could do it with a full band i'd like to have tonetta on we can get that Tonetta guy on. Do you remember that? I guy? don't know who. The, you, no. you remember that weird old Canadian guy that used to uh, do the YouTube videos, and he was uh, uh, in, in wearing thongs and a mask, and had that had that uh, that song get popular where I think he was singing about pizza. I'm try- oh my god! Yes, I remember the 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 old the old man yeah. with the with the with the mask. Yeah, he's a Chad. He's going to be on the on the bill. Um, <laughs> And honestly, uh, a beautiful bikini, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. And and probably, you know, just like a um, hmm, uh, probably probably a, uh, hmm. you know, never mind. I'm going to say a, I'm going to say I'm going to say a David Byrne set. The reunion set needs to be. Uh, or, you know, can an, can the album set be uh, the reunion set? Or can it be, can yes. those cross over you, in a way? You um, can use I'm them gonna, both. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Slater Kenny the Woods. If we could do a heavy ass Whoa. Slater Kenny the Woods set, um, and yeah, never, ne- yeah, okay. So so Talking Heads, and I guess one more for the Greats one. Um, so wait, so you're uh, just you're just putting Janet back in the band? Yeah, Janet's back <laughs> in the band. Okay, cool. Janet's back in the fucking band. Um, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Again, I don't. I I'm not. I, I really, I really don't know. I don't think anybody really. I I think, I think most takes uh, that I've seen that seem valid are mostly oriented around just creative differences around how the the last record was sounding. Because mm. it was a just a wildly different album for them, and and maybe she wasn't vibing with the, she wasn't with that vibe. She rated that vibe low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what. I think that that's a thing that people kind of forget can be like part of why a band separates is that sometimes it's just that you become just different people and it's uh, uh, and then it you just want to leave even even in a bigger act like Slater Kenny. I feel like there's, you know, usually people to make it make sense to them. They need it to feel like. Uh, a chaotic uh, like divorce. Like every band is not, you know, separating for creative differences. It's just it's got to be a divorce, or it doesn't make sense sure. to the public. 
Yeah, yeah, it has to be some kind of like there has to be like a Yoko type situation or something. Yeah, you know, right. it can't it can't just be we're all fucking tired of each other, um, and we're <laughs> well, <laughs> just want to move, just want to get on with our lives. Yeah, that and Janet is a damn good drummer, and the last album was mostly drum machine kind of simpler, and, and that's an that's another thing too. You yeah. know, it's a. Uh, uh, maybe she didn't feel fully utilized. Maybe she, again, just probably didn't like the the style or the sound that the things were headed in. Yeah. Um, I've been in that situation a million times, just where you're putting in Slater like Kenny, I, you kept leaving in and coming Slater back. Kenny. I kept, <laughs> we were like, Jordan, I don't understand stay. this production. The money's I, great. And also I can't play drums. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been in that position where, uh, you know, I've been someone's guitarist and they build an album and then I go into track uh, like whatever the record is going to be. And I feel like, well, I played a G chord. Uh, I'm going to leave because that's all you asked me to do. Right. It feels I felt like like I'm glad I got paid for the session, but also, damn, what is what was the point of me even being there? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, and I think, uh, you know, uh, they're all just very different people at this point, you know, like in terms of like, I mean, especially Carrie, you know, in terms of like what she's accomplished in just kind of like the TV space and, um, the, the incredible, like intensity of focus and attention that is just simply on her as a result of, you know, as a result of that. You know, she she has like this kind of level of notoriety that's completely outside of Slater Kenny at this point. You know, and and I imagine yeah. uh, that can sort of throw off creative dynamics. Maybe who knows? You know, um, it, you know, it, it can also what also can throw off creative dynamics is who was kind of because for a while the band was inactive. You know, who kind of drew it all back to together in the first place? You know, who was the person that felt like this this needs to happen? You know, because most likely it's it's that person kind of leading the way creatively. Um, and, uh, you know, if you just kind of feel like you're a side piece to that, you might, you don't need to stick around, especially yeah. if you don't feel like your input's being taken. But, uh, you yeah. know, again, that's, that's too much supposing, you know, who yeah, the heck yeah. knows why it ended the way that it did. But as you said, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a dramatic thing. Yeah. It could be allergies. It could be allergies. <laughs> but yeah, there, there'd be a Slater, Kenny, Janet, the woods set. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of another just great to throw in there um i've never heard i've i don't think i've ever even heard again not a slater uh like kenny uh like i don't know a lot about them i've never heard anyone actually bring up the album the woods Mm -hmm. before it was their album before they broke up it was really good album yeah Yeah, it's a a a really heavy record as well um probably one of the heaviest indie records of of that decade um you know, I mean, their previous records are all really good, but a lot of their LPs kind of just have like this really thin, punky sort of Riot Girl influence kind of raw sound, especially their earlier stuff. But like The Woods is just such a massively noisy, uh, you know, uncompromising kind of record. Um, and, uh, you know, it was sort of a shame that, uh, um, you know, they didn't uh, continue past that point. Um but uh, it's really just kind of an anomaly. Yeah, Jordan, check out yeah. the song uh, Jumpers. You've probably heard it. It was kind of like their big single, uh, but it's a really fun track. It's really different from mm-hmm. what they used to do, too. I'll check it out. That You know, that's the this is the 
the sneaky reason for this podcast is I just like figure out what else I can listen to because yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> so there's uh, the oh, and another uh, group or band that I or artist who I'd like to have on. I'm trying to think. Um, uh, maybe uh, this is really awesome. You know, a mixed musician Columbia, a Colombian band called Onda Tropica. I'd love to have a festival where it like they did this amazing record where they had like 40 something musicians on it and they they just like arranged for and, and, you know, it's like a rotating cast musicians, you know, they have like some key songwriters and arrangers and everything for the entire thing. But it's this really great LP. Again, they're called Onda Tropica. They put out a couple of records. Um, You know, I wish they could make more, but like assembling that huge of a group of people is probably impossible Um, especially when you're just like trying to uh get such a massive audience into like cumbia and and all sorts of stuff like that but uh there's just like a really great self-titled record where they got access to like the best studio and just all of these old ass musicians to like you know play with a bunch of new musicians and come up with these like insane fusions of you know various strains of latin music and latin jazz but um, there's a crazy track on there where they do like a cumbia version of like fucking Iron Man. Um, Let's kick and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally out there and you know, it's, it's hard to even see it as like novelty because it's just like one weird detour in the midst of like a million, because if you, I think if you get the deluxe version of the record, it's like 50 or 60 tracks or some shit like that. Um, yeah, because I'm they, they just the record, m- they just recorded so much material. Uh, I'd love to come together with something where they can. Where, where they can perform that would be amazing i'm yeah i googled them uh and they're it's very funny to see the mock-up of a vinyl but there's like five yeah. <laughs> five yes. vinyls sticking out of the sleeve yes and also the photo of them uh is super funny because it, it it's it, there's so many of them that it looks like the photo of like someone's family uh that's hanging in a restaurant yeah yeah <laughs> And, you know, almost that, that's almost like the vibe of the of the record in terms of like, you know, just the camaraderie of all of it. And it's really great. That rules. Hell yeah. I want to check this out. This is this. It's, this uh, sounds that, fucking weird. That, se- that self-titled is a fire record. Amazing record. Hell yeah, dude. Um, all right. So you got you. You got eight. You should just do two more to get uh, ten out of this. So we got we got David Byrne. Just yeah. doing some David Byrne shit. We got Sun. We yeah. got LCD Sound System. Just a hologram. Yeah. Uh, we have Rage Against the Machine. We have Ghostface Killer with an orchestra. Tonetta. We have Slater Kenny reunion uh, with Janet, and they're playing the woods. And then yeah. we have Ondotropica. And and we have a set where a, where a band covers something else. Yes. Yeah. I want I want King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard to yeah. cover because I, I think they could probably cover anything um what the hell should they cover they, they should they should be forced 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 <laughs> at gunpoint king gizzard and the lizard wizard have to play uh, radioheads in like in rainbows backwards <laughs> that play in reverse <laughs> <laughs> Let's play every rhythm and every melody in reverse. Oh, not just the track list backwards. No, no, like, yeah, they, they have to play every song literally backwards, like the a Spike re- Jones music video. Yeah, they have to play. Which, if I think there was any band that could do that, it would be them. 
So they, they have to literally play the whole record note for note in reverse. Um, that sounds like some shit they would just do. Yeah. No, it does, which, which is why I, th- <laughs> I think they take to it. So maybe you don't need to yeah. hold them at gunpoint. The guns would just be there for show. Yeah, that's just um, part of their set. Yeah. And then you pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. You give them muskets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they can make it arty. All right, you got one more. Oh, just just one more general artist? Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Um, Whatever you want. You used up all... You haven't... D- like... We're you. You're gonna say the final artist because yeah. uh, you've used you've used all of the stage hands. Yeah, and then we're gonna figure out what Andrew WK is doing. Yeah. Okay. The one final artist <sighs> it would it would have to. It's uh, geez, no, that would involve bringing someone back from the dead. Um, uh, who you kind of can't. You get you get unlimited. Like the only thing is, if someone is dead, you just. You get unlimited like fantasy booking. Like if you're like, oh, okay, that person passed away, so I'm going to take this artist and have him fill in. Because number one, that's fun for you, but usually the audience hates that, so you know it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. I'll just say the slits. Oh shit! I don't know who uh, that is. Yeah, they're just like a weird UK post punk uh, trio that. Uh, um. They they put a lot they did a lot of reggae shit as well, um, but uh, but yeah they were really cool. Awesome! Oh, they're from nineteen seventy six. Yeah, uh, is this the band that has uh, a dead person <laughs> from it or? Um, it, yeah, yeah, I I, be, I believe yeah one of the members has uh, had passed away if I remember correct if my uh, ADHD head is not fucking with me right now I'm I'm pretty sure the member of theirs passed away not too long ago. Okay, who do you think could uh, fill in for? Oh, I, said I don't. Member? I don't know. I can't even say that. Um, you you can even you can just take any person you think of. <laughs> you can have tra- Danny Aiello. No, on the that would be that would be a, 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 a an insult to their memory. Probably MIA. I think MIA could could vibe in a slit set. Ooh, nice. Cool. I think MIA could could vibe in the midst of a slit set. Yeah. This is a dumb question. Is MIA still active? Yeah, yeah. She came out with it. She had a feature on a Travis Scott record recently, and she's rumored to be coming out with an album at some point. But I, I think she cool. has kind of accepted her, almost like her, you know, her time in the sun. And not that I think she's done with music, but I think she's kind of taken it casually at this point. That's always when I think uh, an artist, uh, like that's what that's the period I'm always excited about when they're just past the peak and they fucking don't give a shit and they're just going to do whatever they want yeah. because they have the money from the peak period. Um, and they, I, I feel like that's when you get the real, I, I, this when you get the real version of the band. I think we had an argument on, a on, on like our, an early version of a two minutes podcast where we were like, uh, St. Anger is the real Metallica. That's mm. really what they sound like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree with that particular take because I, I. I think. I think Metallica. I think Metallica, even in their old age, is pretty self conscious. Um. Yeah. On, honestly, honestly, if that's if that's really like the if if that's, I think that's a funny you know take to throw out there. But if that's really the argument that you want to make, Lulu is the real Metallica. I my fuck I've talked about this 
<laughs> we just did this in the last episode, but I don't fucking care. I think that Lulu, my theory on Lulu is that Lou Reed tricked Metallica into making it. And it was all, uh, it's all a prank from Lou Reed. Like Lou Reed was like, I'm going to get these guys to make a fucking good, like garbage record, but trick them into thinking it's art. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my take on that. But that also implies that Lou Reed has also been uh, an Andy Kaufman type prank on the world from the beginning because he's always made dog shit music. <laughs> oh, hey, now I'm, I'm a big I'm a big Lou Reed fan. I'm yeah. a big Lou Reed fan. But, you know, like I think uh, I, I don't think he's for everybody. He's just like, you know, with Lou Reed, it's almost like jazz. It's like it's about the notes you're not playing. You know, it's it's. <laughs> It's that sort of thing. It's about the singing he isn't doing. It's about the singing he isn't doing. It's about like the it's 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 just about you know honestly like if you want to get Lou Reed and just sort of like get on his level, you have to sort of like appreciate like what he was attempting on a record like Metal Machine music. You yeah, know? just like the guy is just so anti art, you know. Yeah. And and you have to kind of like appreciate that vibe in a way. Um another vibe, you know, which you yeah. can rate things rate things uh, uh by. I I will say you gotta, this. You got to make merch for the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> this is your new brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure this is Vibe Raider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, do it. Uh well l- listen, I love I I I love like I feel like everyone has like eras of Lou Reed that they like i feel like there's a different version of him mm. and if you don't like lou reed you just haven't found that spot like i love new york lou reed mm-hmm. i like that's fun like i i get that like um that like just a little bit too old to be living in new york to like to be happy about it mm. vibe i get that <laughs> but his but his brand has been so built on being in new york he has to stay right yeah you know, it's and and I appreciate about that guy. He he rode the he rode the car until the wheels fell off. Absolutely, yeah. I will say this: I think the reason why I don't like Lou Reed stems from my childhood when I downloaded his album Transformer, thinking it was about the Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, I'm still a little salty about that. Adds no up. Optimus Prime, no Grimlock. Fucking no fuck, Optimus we got write- an album. We got to do that on the show. We just got to write a Lou Reed song that's about Transformers. <laughs> It'll appeal to six people. And also, it's not I, that he was going to take over the front uh, to be the leader of the Transformers, but he was wrong. In over his head, baby. I need a hot rod. I think there's, a lot, cro- hot I think there's rod. a lot of crossover for it. I think there's a lot of crossover for it. Yeah. Well, fortunately, <laughs> we're doing this now. I'll start writing I that know. later. God damn it. <laughs> but it has to be like it has to be like Transformers lore and then just like weirdly sexual for no reason. Mm. <laughs> and drop and just drop some heavy drug references. Oh yeah. All over the place. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. name name streets that no longer exist, like like two hundred and seventy fifth street. <laughs> they tore that down and turned it into a golf course. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what happens, Lou. Fucking calm down about it. <laughs> Written f- five albums about how stuff is different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this is uh, this is a very eclectic 
uh, lineup for your festival, I wouldn't have expected anything. I feel like you gave everybody the goods. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the final thing we got to do for your festival, we got to we got to put Andrew WK to work. Yeah, Andrew WK. He's he just needs to. Um, <sighs> needs a haircut. That boy. Uh, nah, nah, he's he's good. Nah, he looks great. He's, good he's on, beautiful on haircut. He needs to. Uh, honestly, Andrew WK needs to just uh, probably lead some mid afternoon uh, uh, calisthenics uh, workout or something. Just kind of really show us like how he got so buff over the past uh, decade or so. Mm. Um, and just you know, just just lead just lead some group exercise to get everybody sort of pumped. Uh, either to kind of pick the energy back up in the afternoon or get everybody warmed up in the morning. That's a great idea. That's very that's that's a perfect use for him. And also his his transformation into being buff, it wasn't like a hot kumail thing where it just happened and everyone was like, Jesus Christ. But his he's just a little bit more buff every year of his life. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a theory if you take a photo of like Andrew WK from each year and you just speed it up. It literally looks like he's just inflating like a balloon. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's been a very gradual, been a very gradual progression. Seems healthy. That's the healthy way to do it. Yeah. Um, which is great. Also, you know what? Uh, we got one more thing for the festivals and then we're getting the fuck out of here. Everybody's got lives. They got to live. Uh, piece of an ex- of exclusive merch oh wow um yeah piece of exclusive merch what that everybody could buy there yeah just a thing to commemorate uh the needle drop festival oh okay okay so so i would have to come up with a merch myself if you want you know <laughs> you don't you have to hire you somebody just, i mean it's your festival does it does it like have to have me on it or something or no, like just, what is it, it doesn't do have anything. to be like a shirt it's just like you know, there's usually like a festival shirt or like they'll have like a koozie or like a random item. Like, like, I guess I can get a Warped Tour Cuisinart here. What the fuck is going on? Got it, got you it, just got have it, got a it. product got that it. is needle drop indoors. So you can take that chocolate you were talking about and just you can have, have you can have needle drop chocolate. Underst- understood, understood, understood. Um, Pumpkin they're, spice. They're, there will be the needle drop branded green screen squares, so you could take those home and put them, <laughs> put them on your wall and start reviewing music yourself. You should start making those, man. You could probably sell a bunch. Yeah, Just I was gonna it. say that, I was gonna say that either either that or the, the the other piece of exclusive merch is that they have to they have to put uh, they have to put Swan's public castration is a good idea back on vinyl. And, and we'll, we'll sell those at the front gate. Selling petition. <laughs> yeah, our exclusive. The exclusive merch is botches back on Spotify. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Anthony! Thank you for doing this with us. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Also, I just appreciate that you are kind of the main force on YouTube that is kind of getting people to listen to different genres of music. Like I have found a lot of new music through your show through like uh, finding your show through just metal album reviews. Mm -hmm. Uh, I then found artists like cakes, cakes to killer, which was uh, awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, I found yeah, yeah. A lot. yeah, it's awesome. So good job, man. Thank you. Oh, thank you for, I, I'm glad you think I'm doing a good job. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much for having me on. This has been a fun conversation. Um, keep on rating those vibes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for trying out new material on our podcast. That wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, no, pro- no problem. <laughs> there are a lot of people that come on that are just like, Hey, I, Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard the one about the blah, 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 blah. Have, have you heard the one about the death metal band that walked into the bar? You guys hear about these uh, Gen-, Gen Z guys? <laughs> Gen Z. They don't know who Van Halen is. <laughs> All right. And they're trying to cancel Eminem. <laughs> Thanks, man. Take oh, it easy. Boy. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.